Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Marvel Mania, the podcast where we talk anything and everything Marvel-related. I am your host, Brandon Janicki, and with me is... Garrett Broder. All right, so welcome, everyone. We hope you're all having a great day today. Uh, we got a fun podcast for you today. Now that Spider-Man No Way Home is officially over and done with, and what an exciting ride that was. Such oh, yeah. a great film. Um. We now look forward into 2022, which we are already a couple weeks into, and we have some great, a great lineup of Marvel movies to talk about this year. So we are going to go through them one by one, uh, talk about what we hope to see, uh, what we hope doesn't happen, and our hype level for each, uh, what we're looking forward to, and you know, kind of how we hope it impacts the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward. So. Uh, I believe we have three or four movies to go through if we want to talk about uh, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse if we have time. Yeah. Um, But starting off, very first one is coming out in May, May 6th, I believe. Doctor Strange Into the Multiverse. Or sorry, Multiverse Multiverse of Madness. Madness. So many multiverse names. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. So, Garrett, what do you hope we're going to get to see in this movie? What do you hope is going to happen? I hope that we just have a main thing, really as a clear multiverse line that makes sense first of all and flows well with the other movies i know it says very that's a very basic answer but i think the movie should flow just as well as they did with the infinity saga i um, would agree where yeah. they line up in a good time and like with loki when the whole uh multiverse they had there with spider-man no way home and the whole multiverse line that they had there um this should line up well with everything I 100% agree. Yeah, I, I think this needs to be a bit of a, a cleanup movie because um, I believe that, or I would say that the Multiverse of Madness is the perfect name because right now it seems like we are in the midst of, you know, a multiverse of madness. Everything is chaotic and out of control, um, you know, ever since WandaVision came out and she kind of broke the multiverse in her um, own town of Westview and then the Loki show happened and the multiverse pretty much, you know, branched off into different realities and then of course we had spider-man so it's a little bit crazy right now to say the least so oh yeah i'm hoping that dr strange can kind of pull everything together maybe make some sense of it for all of us and um hopefully with the fact that we are in the multiverse we may get to see some surprise characters along the way oh that'd be amazing just and maybe throwbacks to like the original actors of the characters that were being played um like let's say like for X Men, we'll get some um, like the of the original actors, kind of like we did in No Way Home with uh, Doctor Octopus and Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, all the original actors of those characters. Right. Yeah. I hope for me, like when the X Men movies come out or whatever, if they are surprise characters, we'll see um, that we have those original actors from the Fox movies or whatever they were. Oh, I'm so hoping we get Hugh Jackman as the Wolverine. That would be phenomenal. He I is one of my favorite superheroes. I know, but, uh, you know, anyone can dream. You can dream that, you know, uh, you know, it's the multiverse of madness after all. Who knows what we'll see. But Very Hugh true. Jackman would be phenomenal, you know, as well as Patrick Stewart as Professor X. You know, there's so many rumors floating around the Internet right now. Um, also, Ian McKellen as a Magneto. No one really knows um, what we might see in that movie. Could Very be the true. X-Men, could be the Fantastic Four. Uh, there's even a rumor going around that we could see um, Iron Man come back, but not as Robert Downey Jr. There's a rumor going around that we could see Tom Cruise as Ooh. the new Iron Man. I know, I said the same thing. I would be very interested and excited to see him because, uh, for those who don't know, 
Tom Cruise was the original pick to play Iron Man at first, which makes sense. He's a huge uh, big-time action star, so I could have totally seen him in that role. Of course, Robert Downey Jr., the difference between Tom Cruise and Robert Downey Jr., Tom Cruise could have played um, Tony Stark and Iron Man, but Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark oh, yeah. and Iron he Man in real life. He perfected that character. Oh, yeah. He was absolutely incredible. He is um, now. He gave, like, he gave it his all as that role. Um, it really is any actor should like he nailed it. Um, and then like Chris Evans, Captain America nailed it too, but you get the idea. Like uh, Robert Downey Jr. really kicked off the MCU and the popularity of it all. Oh, he did. So, yeah. But Tom Cruise, I do think it would be a good pick with the multiverse going on right now. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, once again, it's like, when else would we get to see something like this? You know, in Spider-Man, if they didn't bring in Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, it's like, when else would they do it? There's never going to be a better time than now. So if they want to do all this crazy stuff, I feel like now is the time to do it. Oh, exactly. My only concern is that they decide to overflow the movie with cameos and you know surprise uh references and people coming in that they kind of you know put the story off to the wayside when that's definitely something they can't afford to do when marvel and the you know cinematic universe is in the state it's in now with all this multiverse stuff going on i don't think for uh doctor strange that'll happen as often but with like the more big time superheroes i'm sure that'll happen for sure yeah there's always but, a possibility like when thor love and thunder comes out which we'll be mentioning in a little bit um I'm sure there'll be more references because he is one of the original uh, Avengers. That's true. Yeah, very true. And uh, what do you think about getting to see um, Wanda Maximoff or um, oh. Scarlet Witch in the trailer? What part do you think she's going to get to play in the movie? She is going to play a huge part in the movie, I believe, because uh, she she kickstarted the multiverse. That's like, true. To be honest, she was the one who kickstarted the multiverse back in WandaVision. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like yeah. original, the original Marvel. Um, TV show, I guess, if you want to call it, um, or series. Well, on Disney Plus, anyway. Yeah, on Disney Plus. Um, but like for the MCU is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, but she really kickstarted it all, and I think she, and with her, like the reading she's been doing and the whole trying to find her kids and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she'll have a huge role in this movie. Yeah, there's even rumors going around where she could be the main antagonist of the movie. She could become. Uh, the villain, but then again in the trailer, uh, spoiler alert for those who have not seen the trailer again, um, but in the trailer at the end we got to see an evil version of Doctor Strange, which That's was true. really cool. So that was really cool. We could see maybe an evil version of uh, Scarlet Witch. You know, we could see an evil version of Doctor Strange. Evil version. Honestly, the possibilities with this movie are limitless. Yeah, exactly. So I think that it's a really exciting movie. Just seeing the trailer, especially after No Way Home, like. There was no trailer spoiler at this point. Yeah. Uh, and then you're done watching the movie, and all of a sudden, boom, there is um, a whole, like, reveal of the Doctor Strange timeline, which worked well after the No Way Home. After thing. No Way Home, yeah, it worked perfectly, considering Doctor Strange was uh, in that movie. <laughs> I feel so bad for his character lately. First, he has to deal with uh, Peter Parker and all his crap about <laughs> opening up the uh, the multiverse, and now he's got to go fix the multiverse. <laughs> this guy's been through so much lately. Oh, now, yeah. now he might have to deal with an evil version of himself. Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't even have the time stone anymore, which is so weird to think about. I, that's crazy. Yeah, it feels like he won't be as powerful, but you never we're, you see, we seem to be learning more and more about the um, the mystical arts and the magic in the uh, Marvel world. It seems like um, Scarlet Witch is learning a lot new 
um, tricks um, after WandaVision, and I think we're going to get to see a lot more of that different kind of magic um, in Doctor Strange as well. And she has one of the books from uh, the mystical arts. Uh, with, That's right, With yeah. the whole timeline of in WandaVision where, um, oh, um, the, the main antagonist of WandaVision, I'm blanking on her name. Oh, uh, Agatha Harkins. That's it, it. yeah. yeah. The old, and uh, her famous song, uh, it was Agatha all along. That was so bad. <laughs> I don't know why people liked that as much as they did. I mean, it was kind of catchy, but people were like, oh my gosh, this is number one song on the pop charts. No, it's not even, it, it was just kind of catchy is all it was. That's all it was. It was horrible, though. Um. Anyways, with that being said, uh, they she has the the um spell book, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So she really has a she will have a huge role in the movie. Oh, how cool would that be if it's sometime during the movie we get to see an all out magic battle between uh Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange? Oh. That'd be real. Even if it's evil Doctor Strange, that'd be really Oh, my cool. gosh, yeah. Even if it's evil Doctor Strange, good Doctor Strange, either way, uh, you know, as a huge fan of, um, like, the Harry Potter movies myself, really any um, sorcerer and magic movies, that would just be incredible to see. They could do some really, really cool stuff with that. Oh, for sure. And I love, I think I mentioned this in another podcast, Doctor Strange is my second favorite Marvel superhero. So um, just seeing him play a huge role and, like, not only in Spider-Man, my favorite superhero, but in his own movie with, like, Wanda Maximoff, who is arguably the strongest MCU character we have, maybe after Do- uh, Captain Marvel, which is sad because she should be stronger. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm definitely very hyped for this movie and all the possibilities um, it has. You know, I hope it. I, I hope they're able to um, check off the checklist, so to speak. You know, they're able to kind of fix the multiverse or maybe explain a few things and obviously – you know, introduce some surprise characters along the way. But just because of all the possibilities this movie has, I, I would say I'm very, very hyped for this one. Oh, I, I'm almost as – I mean, I'm not as hyped as I was for No Way Home because we haven't seen a good superhero movie in a minute. Um, But it's a good – I think it will be a great movie. My excitement level is off the charts right now. It's because after seeing No Way Home and Loki and WandaVision, all these movies come together, uh, even Venom. Um, mm-hmm. It should be really, really good. Oh, yeah. So jumping forward a couple months into the month of July, uh, July 8th to be exact, we have the next installment in what is now going to be the Thor Quadrology, I believe it's called. Something like that, No, yeah. No longer a Thor trilogy. It's going to be a Thor Quadrology something. Uh, the fourth Thor movie, nonetheless, going to be called Thor Love and Thunder. Um, of course, we're going to see Thor coming back. Uh, from the looks of it, we're going to be having... Uh, Natalie Portman return not just as Jane Foster, but it looks like she might pick up the mantle as Thor girl or the girl version of Thor, which seems pretty interesting. That'd be really cool. That would be cool to see that. We also have um, the Guardians, hopefully. Hopefully the Guardians. That's, you know, a theory as of now. Uh, they're getting their own uh, third installment coming of next year. There's a trilogy. <laughs> yeah, there's a trilogy right there. Um, they keep adding more and more trilogies to the cinematic universe. Um but obviously, the way they ended off Endgame um, with Thor and the Guardians teaming up like that—I um, I don't know. I mean, what do you hope? What do you hope they were doing since that? Do you think we're going to get to see them together going on adventures, or do you think this is going to be kind of a Thor solo movie? I think it's got potential to be with the Guardians, and I would love to see that. But I just don't know at this point. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure the Guardians will be in it. I'm just not sure uh, for how long, for what. Like, how long of the duration of the movie they'll be in. Mm-hmm. If it'll just be, like, a beginning cameo or type of thing or whatever. 
or if Thor will have to leave them to go do his own adventure, I guess. Um, but we'll, I'm pretty sure they'll be in the movie, whether it's for five minutes or the entire thing. Oh, yeah. Or even just an end credit scene or something like that or That's a mid credit scene. Um, but my guess is, you know, if they, um, they were together at the end of Endgame, I'm guessing Thor, because it is, in fact, a Thor movie, it's going to be his own solo adventure. But kind of like you said, he's going to start off with the Guardians, but then, you know, something calls him to go, um, you know, find something elsewhere in the uh, galaxy and he has to leave the Guardians to go on his own uh, solo adventure. I was going to say he has to go back to Asgard, but that's no longer a possibility. No. <laughs> he can't exactly go back there. That's rather difficult. Yeah. I mean, you it, can use the, like, the Earth Asgard, but I doubt that's going to happen. That's true, yeah, which I'm sure is where we're going to find um, characters like Valkyrie. She's probably going to make her return along with um, Korg and his uh, alien friend from Ragnarok. It's Valkyrie, by the no. way. Valkyrie? Yeah. What did I say, Valkyrie? Yeah. Oh, so what, yeah, Valkyrie, Valkyrie. You see one of the... I just want to make sure if you are a hardcore fan, you weren't offended. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I don't care. She's like a background character to me, but Ooh. she's... Let's be real. She's been in one, two, if you include Endgame. Yeah. Marvel fair. movies. That, yeah. When it comes to Marvel, that qualifies as a background character right there. That's fair. Um, and then I heard we also get to see Korg coming back, um, if that is how you say his name. That is how you say his name. Okay. I'm a, yeah, there you go. You uh, did it. And then um, his uh, purple alien friend as well. So I'm hoping yeah, we get to see- I don't know who th- that character is called, but he's I, pretty I don't cool. even know if he has a name, yeah. yeah. Um, but we get to see the gang come back together and be able to go on some sort of like intergalactic uh, journey or something like that. It will be a shame, and it won't feel like a Thor movie- since we won't get to see uh, Loki coming back to the mix. That That's will true. be a shame. Um, it just won't feel like a Thor movie, and we won't get to see that famous brother uh, duo without Loki being there. But nonetheless, there's still a lot of possibilities. We don't know a whole lot about this movie as of now. We haven't really seen any trailers. I've only seen like a few behind-the-scenes pictures, uh, one of them of Chris Hemsworth being absolutely jacked by now. He went from a... Uh, a Thor bro in Endgame, the fat Thor, to an absolute, like... Legend? Uh, yeah. God. Now, uh, a Thor gym bro is what he is now. He went from a gamer bro to a gym bro in just a couple of years. But yes. if anyone can do it, Chris Hemsworth can do it. So. Oh, for sure. And since he was a fat suit, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, I think he'll be okay <laughs> now. Yeah. They did a good job with making it look realistic. I mean, oh, they did. it wasn't until after the movie, and I, and I looked it up, and I was like, yeah, that was a fat suit. But there's so many actors these days that can, you know, transform... Uh, their bodies just like that. Um, Christian Bale in particular is incredible at that. That was like, oh, maybe Chris Hemsworth is one of those people. But Natalie Portman's another one. Right Natalie there. Portman, yeah. Or she... um, the craziest, in my opinion, for MCU wise, is um, uh, Chris Pratt. Oh, Chris Pratt was also incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he played uh, that part in Parks and Rec when he was Andy Dwyer, Andy Dwyer and he yep. kind of got to let himself go. But then. You know, boom, he um, was in Guardians of the Galaxy and then Jurassic World, and he became an absolute, I wouldn't say a beast, but he definitely got fit, that, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then another great thing about this movie is um, it's directed by the same guy. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name again. Um, but the same guy who directed Thor Ragnarok, one of like my top three favorite MCU movies of oh, all time. Good, that's good. Absolute phenomenal. Yeah, I, I'm so excited to see him come back and see what he can do. He has had, he's got some great directing skills. Oh, for sure. I love Thor Ragnarok. Um, I'd say it's in my in my top ten for sure, maybe even top five, uh, in the MCU because it was just it was a complete spin on what they normally do with Thor, or what they had done with Thor. So I'm really excited to see what he's able to do and what he's able to pull off in this movie. 
Oh yeah, I'm sure he's going to do some great stuff, and I'm sure it's going to also definitely it's going to be uh, quite the comedy as well. Ragnarok I would consider to be one of the funniest um, MCU movies as well. He really can write a great script. Oh um, yeah, but still will have a serious tone to it at the same oh, time. Oh yeah, at least I hope so. You know, I feel like Marvel sometimes struggles to find the balance between um comedy and you know having a more serious tone like some of the dc movies they have pulled it off a couple times but i i just hope they can pull it off especially with thor um dr strange going back to dr strange for a sec i heard that that's actually going to be leaning more towards like a horror movie i heard oh, that quite good. a while ago yeah that's i know good. that's going to be much more serious and much more intense so and that, i, I, I kind of got that vibe in the trailer when i was watching it mm-hmm. um it had like a very um dark tones yeah dark tones there was a lot of like gray uh you know kind of like grainy backgrounds and stuff like that it just all looks very bleak uh so that'll definitely be an exciting genre that they take oh yeah and it's a different spin than we've done for most movies for the mcu yeah for the mcu that's true it started off as kind of you know a very family friendly um type you know superhero movie which is what i I think they want to continue but now that they're you know what 20 six 27 movies in oh yeah i feel like they can expand their genres a little bit here so oh, i hope exactly we... and people are there's not like an x ex- there's an expectation but it doesn't have to be exactly what the fans want which is good because they can actually expand on that and now that they have a multiverse it's even better right yeah so yeah speaking of the uh multiverse though that brings us into the next uh marvel movie i'm not gonna say mcu movie because it's not quite the mcu but it brings us uh, to Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Wait for it. Part one. Part one. It is going to be two separate movies um, for the next two animated uh, Spider-Man movies. This one comes out October 7th. And it's obviously it's going to be a direct sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. While supposedly, at least is what they say, tying into the mcu somehow but also not being an mcu movie it is very confusing the multiverse is very confusing so as of now we don't know too much about this movie sadly either um there is there's actually a really cool poster i'm looking at right now i'm guessing it's fan made but oh, it's probably fan made yeah, yeah it, it is looks a, really cool though. it is a pretty sweet poster um but there i haven't go <laughs> yeah there, there you go if you can see this wonderful poster this is what we got so far um, but it looks like we have all the, you know, the cast coming back once again. Um, you have, uh, hopefully I can pronounce this, Shamik Moore as Miles Morales. Uh, Oscar Isaac is coming back. Haley Steinfeld, Jake Johnson, all of them coming back to make the part one of Across the Spider-Verse. Now, we were just talking about this before the podcast, that part ones, in my opinion, always don't uh, pan out so well because it seems like they're mostly set up with no payoff that's and it true. just makes for a long two hours maybe three hours of a movie yeah and that's never something you want to see no um i mean it's there, there'll be some good things about the movie but it won't it won't stand out like part two will oh for sure i i can already guarantee that part two is going to exceed part one just oh, because yeah. part two is going to have the payoff and obviously you know uh, the setup um is always an essential when it comes to making a movie I just like when they have the setup and the payoff in the same movie instead oh, of all agree. just having setup. And then we have to wait for the payoff a year or two, maybe three years later. That's always kind of a disappointment. So I would say when this movie does come out in October, if it does, I guess we should have said this at the beginning. But of course, with COVID still being a thing, all these are kind of subject to change. But if the movie does come out later, you know, don't go in with such high hopes. Kind of, you know, have the realization that this is a part one. It's going to be a lot of setup. 
Um, so don't expect anything too big. From no, it. exactly. And the one I will say, going back to part ones, the one part one I think was really pulled off isn't doesn't have part one in the name, but is Avengers: Infinity War. I think they did a great job with that movie. I think that um, the characters really meshed well. It was a good uh, lead way into Endgame. And personally, I liked it better than Endgame, but that's just really because, yeah, oh, I did. Oh, okay, Endgame was a very good movie, but I think there was a couple. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, plot, plot, plot holes, like, plot holes, plot holes, stuff word. like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I know we were talking about this a little bit before too. And it, honestly, I, 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 Infinity War, if you want to call it part one, is my favorite part one. Then, but I still don't like it as much as other people. It's still great. But as we were talking about before, I feel like it should have been called Thanos Infinity War instead of Avengers Infinity War because the movie seemed to follow around Thanos more so than it did the Avengers. We were kind of following him collecting the Infinity Stones more so than we were following the Avengers trying to stop them. He, they, the, they just kind of set up the Avengers in different spots to try and stop them, and of course they couldn't. So it felt like more of a movie about Thanos than it did the Avengers. And that's why I, I, that's why I don't like it as much as other people seem to. And Endgame, I definitely do like a lot more because that was payoff, and that was payoff in a very emotional way. But again, that's just me. Most part ones don't work as well as Infinity War does, though, sadly. No, I that that is true. Um, and I will agree with that because look what we mentioned earlier, um, like Harry Potter part one. Uh, Hunger Game or Mocking Mocking yeah, Jay, Mocking Jay part, part one. one, um, and all those other like all the other part ones they don't do it. They don't do the part two justice. No, they it's just yeah all a lot of very long and you know time consuming setup. Which I, I I get that it has to be that way, but it's even more frustrating when you look at part ones and it feels like you could cut part of the movie out, like a half of the movie, and you mm -hmm. don't miss anything. Yeah, and then it's just kind of frustrating. It's like why include that, but. Nonetheless, I'm sure I'll go end up watching it anyway because when it comes to Marvel, you have to watch every film or you're going to be lost, guaranteed. Oh, for sure. <laughs> especially, especially if this is a spoiler to maybe being a part of the MCU. Yeah, there's always a possibility. You never know. I mean, they did it with Venom, so who knows? Uh, it's, it most likely did it with Venom. They're still trying to figure out if whether that's going to be a Spider-Verse and Venom-Verse movie or if it's going to be a part of the MCU. I personally think it's going to be a part of the MCU, but it, there's still a gray area there. Yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, so the fourth and final movie, fourth and final Marvel movie that is coming out this year is Black Panther 2, titled Wakanda Forever. That movie is coming out November 11th of this year, uh, at least as of now. The first thing I'll say about this movie is it has been having a lot of delays, a lot of delays. People have been getting hurt doing stunts on set, um, specifically the uh, main actress, uh, Latita Wright. Um, she's already had two injuries, which is called, um, you know, delay in production. There's also been, um, sadly, some signs of or tests of COVID, um, positive COVID tests on the set. And that's caused delays and such. But it seems like things are going well as of now. Fingers crossed, knock on wood. Um, but obviously, I think the main topic of this movie is where are they going to go after the tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman? That's what I was about to mention. Yeah, yes. that is the main factor in all this. And, you know, they could go a number of ways. Um, Just remove uh, T'Challa altogether is one way they could do it. Yeah. Or um, have its own, maybe maybe like um, his little sister is, takes over. Or there's just a whole new, they can do a whole new actor for um. I don't like that idea personally. Yeah, I was just 
it doesn't do it doesn't do um Chadwick Boseman justice. He he was just he was so good as the Black Panther, and considering the circumstances, it doesn't seem right to recast him. But it's also frustrating not to because the Black Panther in the comics he is in tons of different um um Marvel stories. He is in tons of different timelines and goes on many different adventures. Oh yeah, in the movies. He's really only in Civil War and then Black Panther. And then, of course, he shows up in Infinity War and Endgame, as the rest of them do. But his character had so much more potential, so much more journey and growth to go on. And now I feel like we might not get to see that because, you know, uh, Chadwick Boseman passing. And, of course, they could recast. But personally, I, I, I don't think it would be fair to him. I don't think it would respect him as much as it would just, you know, letting his character go and honoring the role that he did play. I agree. And I really I really hope they don't recast him. Yeah, I, I hope and they I don't, don't. And I don't think Disney will, personally. I don't think they would either. I don't think they would be that low, personally. They've been low in the past, but I don't think they would go that low as to recast him. And they did a whole like little rem- memorial ceremony type of thing for him. Too. Yeah, that's so true. I really doubt they'll do anything. I think it really will be um, uh, Shuri, who um, is... Takes up the mantle, yeah, yeah. yeah. My uh, my theory or my hope of what they're gonna do, um, so this is just me and my uh fan fiction right here. This is this is how I hope the start of the movie goes. So, what I kind of hope uh they do, how to tie it in with Chadwick Boseman's death, is I hope they start the movie with Shuri and Black Panther fighting um the main antagonist or villain of the movie, whoever that's gonna be. Um, obviously they will have to kind of CGI or use some sort of technology to put in Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther for a little bit, but I'm okay with that. It's not the same as recasting him altogether. I don't consider it disrespectful. I kind of consider it the only way out when it comes to continuing this story. And if you just have like the costume on him, you can't even tell it's, that's um, true. Yeah. It's not even considered Chadwick Boseman. It's just considered the Black Panther. So you have, you, you CGI the costume on and there you go. So anyway, we start with him and Shuri fighting the main antagonist, whoever that's going to be. Um, I heard a rumor it's going to be Doctor Doom, but that doesn't really make any that, sense. That would make no. <laughs> that sense would make no movie. sense. Yeah, I know. That's just the thing I keep they're hearing. Gonna, they're going to save him for the Fantastic Four. I'm pretty sure. That would make more sense. Um, but I hope that they uh, fight whoever it is, and then um, all of a sudden, what would have been a surprise if Chadwick Boseman was still alive doesn't come as a surprise. But would be a surprise to Shuri is that the antagonist ends up killing Black Panther yeah, during that, that fight. I would love that. I think that would be the right way to do it because this would help set up the rest of the movie. So the antagonist, the villain, kills Black Panther. Um, and obviously, you know, that's something you don't really see, you know, superheroes dying to just like a no-name villain, no. you know, at the beginning. If they're going to die, it's going to be at the very end in a dramatic fashion. But... I think it's important to realize that, you know, mistakes do happen. So to have, you know, maybe the Black Panther mess up in some way or, you know, something happen where he gets distracted and then killed, it's a very, you know, human type possibility. And I think it makes it more realistic. And then what will make it even better is Shuri is going to have to deal with the loss of her brother. Not only the loss of her brother and her father, but she's going to have to deal with how to take up the mantle of the Black Panther. She's going to have to try and live up to her brother and her father throughout the rest of the movie. So it's honestly, his tragic loss might be a gain for Shuri as a character and the future of Wakanda. I think we might get to see some real character growth from her taking up the mantles, the Black Panther and having to deal with loss in such a, you know, shocking and tragic way. I personally think that's how they should go about it. Sadly, I'm not the director of the movie, but I think yeah. that's the best possibility. I think another uh, character, if it's not Shuri, 
could be um uh what's his name uh T'Challa's love interest. Who I'm blanking on her name right now. Oh um, um yeah, I have it right here. I know who you're talking about. Uh, but it's on the tip of my tongue. But I'm just blanking. Um, but if she became the Black Panther, that would make sense because they were even talking about it in the original Black Panther. Not think I'm mean, no one expected Chadwick Boseman to die, but that could be a like fine, I could do it uh, type of thing. So, yeah, yeah. I think uh, her name is Okoye, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't. I I guess I can kind of see where you're coming from, but it makes more sense to keep the Black Panther uh, title within the family. Oh yeah. Of the you know um the royalty of Wakanda, which is also is another thing I kind of hope they expand on. Uh, it is called Wakanda Forever, so I hope they expand on uh, the country of Wakanda and where they go in the cinematic universe. Yeah, I agree. So I think that just about wraps it up here. Um, actually, before we do, Garrett, if you had to uh, rank these four movies coming out these year, uh, this year in terms of hype, what would be your ranking from least hype to most hype or least excited to most excited? This is actually going to sound pretty interesting. But Doctor Strange first. Okay, first. Okay. Yeah, Doctor Strange, like, he's, like, I'm most excited for Doctor Strange. Okay, for sure. Um, Because Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange, the whole evil Doctor Strange, the more serious vibe it's going for. For sure, that is the movie I'm really excited for. Uh, then I would have to go Thor, Love and F- Thunder. Uh, then Black Panther, because I want to see what they do with the passing of Chadwick Boseman. All right, of course. Because um, if they do recast him, I, I don't it would have to be Spider Man before uh Spider Man um across the multiverse before Black Panther. Um but if they don't recast Chadwick Boseman, uh Black Panther will come before Spider Man. Which is really weird for me because I always put Spider Man first. Right. I, I really don't think they would recast him, but I- if they do, then it's going at the bottom of the barrel for sure. Oh, just, yeah. just in terms of Marvel movies, I would be so disappointed with oh, that. Oh, I would be so disappointed with that. So I don't think that's gonna be recast. But if it does, Spider-Man will go to third, and uh, Black Panther will go fourth. But since I don't think it'll be recast, it goes Doctor Strange, Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, Black Panther, and then Wakanda Forever, and then um, Spider-Man across the multiverse. I would say my ranking is just about the same. Um, Spider-Man's definitely at the bottom mm-hmm. for sure. I I would put you know Black Panther higher, being you know I'm so interested to see where they go. Uh, after, like you said, Chadwick Boseman's passing. But I'm going to have to put that at number three. Doctor Strange and Thor is very close, but I'm actually going to put Thor a little bit above Doctor Strange because after Ragnarok, he just escalated straight to my favorite Marvel character. I absolutely love him, and I think it's going to be such a fun and funny movie to see. I think I'm a little bit more excited to see what's going to happen with Thor. Even though the possibilities of Doctor Strange are endless, I think Thor is going to be a more fun experience for me personally so yeah, i'd have I, to go I figured you put that there spider-man uh black panther doctor strange and then thor my ranking makes sense all right well i believe that is the end of our podcast for today um hope you all out there enjoyed it today have a great rest of your week and i hope we get to see some great marvel movies this year everyone have a good one